Welcome back to Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley, and today is Tuesday, March 1st. Take a second, breathe. You know why? It's March. What does March bring us? Oh, I'm going to freak out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Let me turn down my mic while I say this. It brings March madness. Okay, people? March madness is here. It's upon us. It's closer than it has been all year because that's how calendars work. Now I'm back to normal. Let me talk a little bit more normal now. March madness is here. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're going to talk about John Morant and how he's a cheat code. It's ridiculous. We're also going to talk about this past weekend because guess what? It's my favorite type of weekend. It was an upset weekend for college basketball. And we'll talk a little bit about, I'm going to shout him out. Jack Phillips was on the show last week. And I just want to, I'm going to shout him out once we're going on to the show a little bit. And then we're going to have a very special five-star frenzy. And with all that said, let's get this thing rolling. All right. Let's talk about John Morant. Can I paint the picture for you real quick? Because I don't understand how he's this good at basketball. Let me let me paint it. Let me paint it. One, he just had this crazy dunk like two minutes before this. But but I'm gonna paint the picture. Second quarter buzzer beater. Oh, okay, Jay, that's awesome. This isn't your normal buzzer beater. This isn't a Steph Curry crazy three pointer. It's something like that. It's it's Steven Adams throwing the ball from the baseline all the way across the court to John Morant, who's about 19 feet away from the basket okay he's on the corner he's on the corner of the three-pointer he's not on the three-pointer though he catches the ball in air there is 0.4 seconds on the clock this is the second quarter let me remind you so this isn't like the end of the game but there's 0.4 seconds on the clock he is fading away in the air releases and it goes in the basket i mean y'all I, I I don't think this guy's what type of drugs is he taking? Let's be honest. What type of drugs is he taking? Because at this point the NBA has to drug test this man. He is too good. He's too good. He's just too good. I don't I don't get how a basketball player can be this good. And it, it's not it's just it's just he keeps doing things and I'm like, Jaw, you're not you're not supposed to be able to do this. You do understand that, right? Like you're not supposed to be able to do this. He's concerning me. Is he is he peaking too early? Because th- this is what he's playing like right now. I don't want to know what he plays like in five years because he might he might he might blow the roof off the ceiling. You know, I mean, I don't I don't I just don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. But yeah, there's my John Morant rant because he's he's just that good. He's really that good at basketball, guys. I I just have no words for how good of an athlete Jaw Morant is. And now we'll jump into basketball. Okay, we'll jump into it. You want to jump into basketball? We're not talking NBA. We're talking college basketball because it's among us, people. March Madness is here. So let's talk. Well, it's not here yet, but it's approaching at a rapid rate that I can't really comprehend at this point. So let's talk. Gonzaga, St. Mary's. Gonzaga is the number one seed, people. And you know, is it like the WCC? I don't know where the heck these teams play because I'm just, I'm awful and knowing where teams are. And Gonzaga upsets. No. Uh, can Gonzaga upset a 22 seed? No, that's right. St. Mary's comes in there when Gonzaga's like a 10-point favorite. And they said, hey, Gonzaga, how about we win by 10 instead? 
How do you like that? How do you like that, Timmy? And uh, Gonzaga couldn't do anything about it. Now, Gonzaga, Gonzaga is not like a hoax or anything like that. It's just, I mean, it's just like St. Mary's played a really good game of basketball, and they won. They won. I'm pretty sure, yes, the court was rushed. It was electric, and good for St. Mary's. Good for St. Mary's. Let's move on to the next game. Colorado. Hmm, yeah, that, that unranked team, Colorado. Yeah, that place in the mountains and the Rockies. Yeah, that Colorado. They're playing Arizona. Now, Arizona, I'm like 90% sure, just played in like against another team in Colorado. So, you know, it's hard to play up in those Rocky Mountains consistently. And uh, what? Uh-oh. What if I told you? What if I told you? Hear me out. That Colorado wins that game. 79-63 to against the... By the way, Arizona was number two in the nation. What's up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Upset number two? Now let's move on to upset number three. Auburn, Tennessee. Um, Listen, Auburn, number three seed. Tennessee, number 17 seed. It's really hard to play in Tennessee. Their home court is pretty dang hard to play on. But guess what? Auburn didn't stand a chance because guess who won that game? Tennessee won 67-62 to at the final score. Rocky talk. Rock, rock. So Tennessee makes a huge blowout against Auburn, upsetting the number three team. And then we move on to Michigan State. And a lot of chatter has been going on against Michigan State. They're not that good. They're not those guys. Well, apparently they were against Purdue, who's a number four seed. And my goodness, they, I don't know, they just blew it. And Purdue just blew it. Why? Because Michigan State hits a dagger three-pointer to, to just say, good night. Go to bed, Purdue. No, no, no more choo-choo train, Purdue. That's not happening here. We're Michigan State. We're those dudes. And they came in, and they were those dudes. They stopped them. And that led to Michigan State winning 68-65. to Another upset. And listen, it's hard to win in this conference when there's Kansas and Baylor playing against each other. And it was at home Baylor. Baylor wasn't at what the college game day cast like went like. They were like, Kansas, Kansas. And the one dude who didn't pick it was from Baylor. So he's like, I got y'all. I got y'all. Don't worry about it. But Baylor wins that game 80-70. to 70. And let me get, let me, I'm sorry. I got to talk about this one. If you want to come play Arkansas at home, and I'm an Arkansas fan, so I'm going to be extremely biased right here. So if you're a Kentucky fan, just plug your ears up because this is not going to be nice. If you want to come into Bud Walton. Oh, I said it. The Bud. Listen, Arkansas... There, if we were playing Kentucky on neutral ground, there's no reason we should be a favorite. But guess what? When you're playing in Bud Walton, Arkansas is a demon. They don't play around. And they say, Kentucky, you want to play us here? You want to play us here? You want to see what happens when you're the number six team in the nation and we're number 18? And guess what? We're still picked at the favorites because guess what? We're so freaking loud that you can't handle us. That's right. That's what Arkansas said. They won 70 Five to seventy-three. Now I had to talk about this. I was in person. It wasn't as loud as Auburn, and and that's no hate. It just wasn't as loud as Auburn. But I gotta ask. I knew we weren't rushing the court. We're we're in the top twenty-five. Kentucky's the number six team, and we've already beaten, you know, a top twenty-five team in our own arena. So we've already gotten the experience. So I just want to know why Calipari's like okay bench get up and go leave they left early 
like Kentucky's players left the game early. And I saw on Twitter, bickering, it's like, not good sportsmanship by Arkansas fans. What do you want them to do? Like, be on their best behavior? We're in the SEC. You do realize that, like, beer is sold at games. Of course we were going to be in awful behavior. It's also Arkansas. One of the most redneck freaking places on earth. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to get a little bit rowdy in the bud. And so Arkansas wins that one, 75-73. I just don't know what to say. Okay, I will say, Jack Phillips came on last week, and uh, uh, if I say this wrong, guy's name, his name wrong, dear Lord, uh, Shibway, that's his name, I said it right, that guy's a freaking bucket, and Je- and listen, Shibway was a bucket, he did everything right, the other player, I mean, they got injured players, Kentucky's probably making a pretty dang good run in the tournament, like, if I'm, if I'm Kentucky, I'm not very sad about this loss. It was a good loss. Like, that's a good loss to have on your resume. And that sounds weird to say out loud, but, like, it really is. J.D. Note might just be the craziest man on earth, though. Arkansas' J.D. Note. I've never seen anything like it. He had this one play where it was just a normal drive down the lane, and he, I'm, I swear, he has not dunked it like this all season. I, I don't even know unless it's a breakaway. He, he layups breakaways. I don't know where this came from. And just yam. I mean, yams that thing into the goal over a defender. I was like, what the heck? Where did this come? I mean, his draft stock, there has to be some NBA scout that's like, dang, boy. Dang. You just did that? And so, I mean, J.D. Note was raw. He was raw in that game. I, I have no other words for him other than just to say that man played raw basketball. Okay? It, it was truly something to see in person Okay, now we're done with that. I need to talk about Jack Phillips. Listen, I'm on this. He's got like a private story where he goes over like his games and like talks about them and stuff like that. He's a freaking genius. I've said it before. I'm just letting you know, I'm calling it right now. Jack Phillips will be like a bracketologist in the future. It's insanity, guys. It's insanity. I, I really want him to get on here and share his bracket out loud because it's actually insane. Jack. Jack's bracket was so much better than, like, what is it, Lee Wendowski? Uh, no, that's not his name. Whatever the idiot who made the bracket and has these teams at weird seeds, and I'm like, are you watching the same basketball season I'm watching? Because clearly you're doing all this math and all this stuff. Just watch. Just watch, and maybe you'll get a real grip on reality and where these teams need to be seated. So I don't, I don't know. Jack Phillips is just a freaking genius, and his bracket looks absolutely beautiful when I saw it. And it's not because he put certain teams higher than others. It's because like it was just accurate. I was like, well, that that looks like how that team played. Like, it really does. It, I don't know. It, it seems very based. I hate using that word, but it just seemed based. It was very good. Okay. I'm trying to make today short and simple for you. We're already at 11 minutes. So we're going to do a little five-star frenzy. And the 5-Star Frenzy is brought to you by 5-Star Beef Jerky, 5-Star Beef Jerky for the go. You can order it on Amazon, by the way, and use 15 off the edge to get 15% off your order. That's right, 15% off your order. Okay, I just want to take a minute. Let's just take a minute. Let's stop talking about sports for a minute. I know everyone's sick of this. But I have to mention some really cool things that I've heard this past week. And many people are not as fortunate as us, people listening to the show. And we get to talk about basketball 
the pass of time, football, the pass of time. We have distractions, but like there are bad people in this world doing evil things, and they're just evil. And the people of Ukraine are currently fighting for their freedom. They they are currently fighting for their freedom, and they want to keep demo- their democracy alive. They do, and democracy creates a beautiful thing where I'm able to talk about sports like I do right now, freedom of speech. And I just want to, the five star frenzy this week is devoted to the stories of heroes that can be just, just, I mean, they're, they're just crazy stories. And, um, I just want to talk about those stories, um, because heaven forbid, like the day that if we had to defend our own freedom, hopefully we could be as just like courageous as these guys. Like this is, these stories are just insane to me. And so I know that some of these stories are kind of like up in the air on Twitter and on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. People are like, oh, that's not true. But like regardless if they're true or not, I think they deserve to be told because like it boosts morale. It, it boosts a story. It boosts our um, – it doesn't give us fa- – I don't want it to give false hope. I just I just want to say these and say like how cool um, – and, and war is not a cool thing. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying that these are beautiful examples of how heroic we ourselves can hopefully be for our freedoms that we have here and how just like how brave these guys are. Like the, these stories deserve to be mentioned so that it can bring hope to people. And I, and I do not want that to be false hope at all, but, um, these let, let's just share these stories. So, uh, number one on the five star frenzy goes to the ghost of Kiev. Um, it's a story. I don't know if it's true, but my intention is not to spread misinformation. Let me just say that real quick. But this is just this is just a story that I feel like um, brings you a little bit of hope when the world seems so grim over there. Um, so this this guy is apparently the first ace of the 21st century. He's using a MiG 25, which is a Vietnam era Soviet plane. And he shot down six Russian aircrafts. It's a Ukrainian uh, pilot, supposedly. And I just think that's sick. That's a sick story. Um, you know, I it doesn't get cooler than that, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, and then I want to talk about the brave soldiers of Snake Island. Uh, they told a, <laughs> a Russian warship rolled up on them and was like, uh, surrender or we'll take, uh, we're going to, we're going to fire and we're going to kill you. And, it's just like 15 soldiers on this tiny little island. And they they told the Russian warship to, uh, they said, Russian warship, F you. I'm leaving out the one word in there. Um, because, yeah, say it to them. Like, speak your mind. And uh, those men sacrificed themselves. I don't know if they're alive or dead. Um, I'm going to assume getting bombarded by a warship when you're on a small little island probably doesn't result in... Um, the best way possible but i want to mention their story because that's heroism and then a lady a ukrainian woman who gave a russian soldier sunfire seeds so that when he dies uh on on the ukrainian soil that flowers would bloom where his body lies and i was like dang woman I, i'd probably be like yes ma'am yes ma'am all right um so that's just awesome. Um, President Zelensky over there, um, standing with the country during dire times, not retreating. Um, you know, he, he's not. Um, and then uh, the people of Ukraine, they get they should get all the praise here. Um, not a violent group of people, but uh, but they're being forced to fight for what they believe in. So um, 
pray for this country. Um, think about this country. Um, democracy is worth fighting for, clearly, um, or people wouldn't be doing it. So um, that's the five-star frenzy today. I know, kept it a little long, a little dark note, but I think it needs to be said. Um, also, if you are a Russian, um, in like if you're if you're Putin, I didn't mean Russians. I have nothing against Russian people. I have something against Vladimir Putin. You're banned, Vladimir. You're never allowed on this show. I just want you. I, if you if there's an off chance you ever hear this, you're never allowed on this show. You're a bum. You're the scum of the earth. Um. Yeah, you can suck it, loser. Okay, there's my two cents about it. And that's probably doing nothing. That's probably doing nothing what I just said. But the five-star frenzy, that's for them. Um, so shout out uh, the heroes of Ukraine, the people of Ukraine for staying strong and fighting for what they believe in. Okay, much lighter note. <laughs> um, this is this is a little fun thing I'm doing. I'm going to be tr- – there's open tryouts for the Arkansas Razorback football team. Um, this, this sounds weird and kind of crazy and insane, but I will be – trying out for it so uh putting that out there um i'll be finishing a video which will release next friday make it or not make it it's gonna be out there and then hoodies will be available at the end of the week they will be 30 bucks which is pretty dang cheap i'm not gonna lie i'm I'm making them cheap because i want my fans to be able to have hoodies but yeah that was a show today um honestly i'm just gonna end on this note uh pray for those Pray for those people over in Ukraine. It's about to get really, really rough for them. Pray for them um, and just uh, just have hope that our world leaders will make the right decisions here in the next upcoming weeks. And, yeah, I'll be back on here. Should be Friday. Probably going to record the show, like, on Wednesday because I have a little busy uh, day on Thursday. But we'll have a Friday show for you guys, and that will um, wrap up the week and we'll pretty much be in tournament play with all the teams. So this has been Off the Edge with Jay Beasley. Remember, hoodies are coming out. 30 bucks. 30 bucks, people. Um, I'll be posting that on Instagram. Make sure to follow us on TikTok. You can follow us on Twitter. I don't really know how to use Twitter, but I'm on there looking at stuff. So if you ever tag me, I'll know. And on Instagram at OTE underscore pod. So that's been Off the Edge. I'm Jay Beasley. You guys have a wonderful Tuesday. Keep balling out, people. And peace.